just tuned into an old cast. You are not prepared! The robots are taking over. You could say they could have done something like that. Sure, do the beat. Alright, I had a thing here and I totally forgot it. Man, I'm all fucked up in the head. Decided that he was sick of his ordinary life. I told her that I smoke, I drink Red Bull, I drive a truck, and by God, I joined the army when I was 18, and they just hiss at me. I feel terrible for him. Okay, well, onward with the podcast. Welcome to What an Oddcast. Uh, I'm Jared Minikheim. With me, as always, Mr. Anthony Denny. Hello. Uh, Anthony, why don't you explain to the people uh, that we, uh, we ended up being, uh, you know, we were, I was already set to go, but Anthony here broke something. <laughs> And we've been sitting here. No, I didn't break something. Five minutes. <laughs> you see, I'm an adult. I just want to preface this for everyone. Oh yes, um, he's an adult. I got a box of tra- <laughs> I got a box of transformers, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna clean oh, up. Oh yeah, a he's bit. gonna clean up just a and bit. I'm like, okay, let me let me organize them, take care of them. And I'm like, oh look, here's barricade. Let me put bar- let me put uh, barricades to the side. I'm like. Oh, he's missing a, a door. <laughs> and I had to go go through the fucking entire box. There's like, I was like, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Transformers <laughs> I had to dig through. I know, because they're on the floor behind me. I'm going to have to take care of those. This, this, this is what happens. <laughs> right? Right? But, uh, so welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Uh, today we're talking about Courage of Coward oh, the Dog, and it's an exciting one because another cartoon that we grew up with leading up to our uh, our episode 50. Anthony, do you like Courage of Coward the Dog? I fucking love Courage of Coward the Dog. It was so good. Like, it had its scary moments, but overall it was so good. It was just, it was four seasons, 52 episodes all together from 99 to 2002. Uh, it was, and it, and it still reruns. Still good, so good, still good, so good. Like not only did it have the scary episodes, but it has more chill, emotional. It episodes does. Too. It definitely has moments that hit the core. Um, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, with this brief delay or bro grabbing, let's delve in to Courage of Coward the Dog a little bit, right? <laughs> so. So, Anthony, do you know who created Courage of Car with the Dog before we really, uh... uh hmm. I'm gonna say his parents probably gave birth <laughs> to him. Okay, we're not going back that far, alright? We're not going back that far. <laughs> and we're not going into the conception of this is when his parents met. And then at this one night, they had a lovely dinner, and then they went home, and they... Well, let's, let's uh, you know, let's be coy. Let's be kind. Uh, they fucked each other's brains out because they were consenting adults. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's another... You can do anything if both of you consent. So it's another John. Go figure. Uh, John R. Dilworth. Uh, he was the... Cre- he's the... Cre- <laughs> I knew you were going to laugh. I fucking knew it. <laughs> it's not even funny. John Dilworth. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Dilworth uh, is the show creator. Uh, now let's go into a bit of a history about Dilworth, shall we? Let's get into our time machines and we'll go back. Let's shout. All right, so good. Uh, so 
Dilworth himself graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the School of Visual Arts in New York in 1985. Uh, you know, as anybody else is going to be, uh, you know, big time animation kind of things, they all went to the college and they all got their education on how to animate and blah, 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 blah. James, I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry. Um, and uh, right after, and after he graduated, he became an art director um, at an ad company. Uh, what the fuck is it with everyone going to ad companies? Can I just ask that right off the bat? Um, probably because they hire anyone and they'll pay. <sighs> Maybe. So he gets in there. Uh, now, in 1991, so we skip ahead, so 85. So, you know, you go six years into the future. He's at this ad company. He's an art director. He's doing his kind of thing. <laughs> but he's not really happy doing it. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Like, you went to school to do animation and you want to do something with it. And you're just at an ad studio. Like, you're just doing ads and all this other dumb shit. Like, fuck these ads. Tired of it. Speaking of which, stay tuned for our ads later. Ha 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 ha. So he starts his own animation studio in 1991. Uh, we get Stretch Films. Stretch, stretch films. films. Now, everybody, cool. do, everybody stand up listening. I know you're listening and I know you're paying attention. Everyone stand up. Reach your toes. All right, now you're in the films. Um, so, <laughs> uh, which he... Uh, Whoa, is that kind of film? It huh? is. Uh, which he then incorporated it, uh, you know, made it its own company, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, three years later, 1994. Now, <clears throat> the advertising company uh, was... He was the art director at Baldy Bloom and Wellen Advertising. Uh, and even after he started stretch films and started doing his own short films of animation, uh, he still kept work there. Uh, because it was like, you know, like I'm doing a couple short films and I got a couple things going, but I'm not making big money off of it. So, you know, he stayed an art director there for a couple of years, uh, you know, kind of perfecting what he was going to do, perfecting his art. Right. I think we all do yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And just to say, you can actually go to stretchfilms.com and go to the and you can see Riley <laughs> It's the silly dilly universe. <laughs> that that should not have been said in that same sentence, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't say it. It says right here at the top. Stretchfilms.com. Welcome to the silly dilly uh, universe. Anyway, so, yeah. so, so he starts stretch films. He has a couple things that he's working on. Now, Anthony, what do you think, uh, considering what we're talking about, what do you think was the thing that, act, that like, kicked his career in, into high gear? I'm going to say it was probably an Arctic turn. An Arctic turn. Um, and where where mm -hmm. do you think he would have gotten that? Can I just ask that? Um, probably the Arctic. <laughs> Or, or Colin Mockery, one of the so two. So the thing, oh, Jesus Christ. So the thing that he's obviously known for is obviously <laughs> the thing that we're covering here, uh, which was Courage a Cowardly Dog, which he made a short uh, with Hanna-Barbera in 1996 that debuted on Cartoon Network as part of Cartoon Cartoons, uh, which the then CEO Ooh. of Frederator Networks, which we all know Frederator. Frederator! Yes, I was about to say, you know, the Frederator! Uh, it, and it's, uh, you know, Fairly Odd Parents. That's, uh something they'd be well known for really the nicktoon stuff they had a hand in uh speaking of which besides courage cowardly dog do you happen and can you name any other cartoons that you've heard his name associated with 
<sighs> it's a tie into our at the last week's episode about Red and Stimpy. Believe it or not. John Ardell Red and Stimpy. Oh no, you're not looking this up. No, no, no. Because <laughs> John, I already know what you're doing. <laughs> No, I'm definitely so, not stalling for time while I look up stuff in a filmography on YouTube. Fuck you, I have it right here, YouTube, you said. I mean, so, he's also, before he got Famous of Courage, he had done the original opening to the Nicktoons. So, the Nicktoons opening we saw back in uh, the early 90s there, that was, uh, he had a hand in that. He had a hand in helping create, uh, with the animation on Doug and Rugrats. Later, he was a part of My Life as a Teenage Robot, and... PB and J Otter on Disney. Ah, oh, you know I'm so disappointed that PB and J Otters isn't on Disney Plus. <laughs> We're calling you out, Disney. Is it really not on there? I am. It's not. Wow, it's shocking, right? You know I'm surprised they don't have all the Cartoon Network and Nickel. Uh, or yeah, I'm surprised they don't have all the Cartoon Network on there. You know why? Because uh, we covered it over on uh, this past weekend's Fireside. The Disney owns has a part share like 50% or whatever in WB and that's Cartoon Network. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is they're, they're taking their cake and eating it too with cartoons. Oh ah, yeah. They own a little bit of everything, but anyway, I digress. Uh, he also was a consultant uh, on the animation done in the Gumby movie in 1995. That was something else he had a hand in. Yeah, um, isn't that fun? I remember Gumby. So, yeah. The short itself, uh, <laughs> uh, the short itself had no dialogue except for one line, uh, and the line itself, uh, read by Howard Hoffman, uh, used a more authoritative tone uh, than what we n- later know as courage. It was much more serious. Like, it, it, you know, it's more like he's a serious character, blah, blah, blah. Um, which I, you know, I did a little bit of a dive into Hoffman. He's, he got, he, he's been nominated for awards for Lifetime Achievement and stuff, but it was all like, he's done ad voiceovers and things like that. Uh, but he was the original voice. Uh, and, uh, it was, uh, the chicken from outer space. And it's just when the chicken comes down and like courage has to, you know, try to save everyone from being cooked alive. And there's no dialogue. It's just <laughs> courage versus this fucking chicken. Uh, that short itself uh, actually uh, caught Cartoon Network's attention. They were like, you know, that actually has some potential that people are really liking that. So they sit down, uh, they sit down with uh, Dilworth and they're like, all right, so we want to make it, we want to get the show from you. What can we do to get this done? Uh, Hanna-Barbera was originally going to pick it up. So it was going to be a Hanna-Barbera thing like Scooby-Doo, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Dilworth actually takes it back to Stretch Films, his own studio. And he's like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not... I'm not making deals with anybody. Like, I'm going to do it myself, so I own it, and I'll just distribute it to you. How about that? And that is what everyone settles with. Uh, Which, then in 1999, in November, uh, we get Courage the Cowardly Dog Show. Starring Courage the Cowardly Dog. Starring Courage the Cowardly Dog. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So, before uh, while we're talking on that, let's just play a small clip for everyone about uh, just, just a snippet of what this opening was. It's bad! Ah, what creepy stuff happens in nowhere? It's up to Courage to save his new home! Stupid dog! You made me look bad! Oh, 
I'm sorry for all of you. Uh, while you were listening to that, meanwhile, I had to listen to Anthony say penis, 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 penis. <laughs> I realized I have power because we, we we still we just sit in for uh, pulling back the curtain. Uh, we sit in silence so you can figure out what that is. I'm like, I can say whatever I want, and he's going to cover it up no matter uh, what. There's there's a whole but there's things that that we that we do here. Uh, but fun fact, the later, uh, the chicken in that short actually later reappears, uh, for revenge, uh, that they also have a couple episodes about the suns coming back, uh, which Anthony, I think you'd know is, I think you'd know all the suns that come back to get revenge on the dog. I thought those were unrelated. Yeah, you know, looking into it, they're they're all, like, a connected thing, and that's why the ducks and the chickens, they all come from space, and it's all tied to the same thing about just revenge on courage. (laughs) They're all just, apparently, poultry comes from space. I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, So, anyway. Yeah, I remember uh, the dead chicken trying to get vengeance. Yes! Yes! Like, the cooked chicken, and it just keeps telling them, it, like, pointing to everything, and, like, th- that was all because the short was when you originally saw it, and it was, he came down to cook all the people, and they encouraged, like, cooked him, stopped him, he got away, and then he comes back later. Anyway, so, another fun fact with this, when they were making the intro uh, that we just played for you there, that's actually all their own music. Uh, Dilworth uh, would later go on to explain that, uh, him and his little everybody kind of made this song, but he's sitting there listening to it using like the guitars and thing, uh, things like that. And he's like, you know, that's kind of cool. Why don't we add some layering to it? Why don't we add some weird noises or people chanting and shouting in the background and like make this its own thing that stands out and doesn't sound like anything else that is out there right now? Yeah. It's about saying yeah. <laughs> exactly where you just get the ah. <laughs> All of that is them just putting in these weird noises and layering it in uh, per his request so that it would be unique. So how about that? How about you stick that in your fucking pipe and smoke yeah, it? And it, it is truly unique. Indeed. Uh, and uh, Courage Cowardly Dog was the highest rated premiere in Cartoon Network history at the time it came out in 99. Like, they hadn't gotten anything that had got so much of a response. They're like, holy shit. Uh, hence why they... Uh, <laughs> they 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 only went on to four seasons, and I mean, compared to most people, fifty two episodes not a whole lot. Uh, but in the time when Courage first came out in that ninety nine, that was that was that's not bad. You know, like most cartoons you look at, no. they last for like the one year, and they have like maybe twenty episodes, and they're like, yeah, no, all right, moving on to the next thing. But this was something, you know, like holy shit, people really want to see this, and fucking Courage is totally awesome. It's totally worth it. Um. But Dilworth is actually uh, in talks right now uh, with Boomerang and Cartoon Network to make a prequel series uh, called uh, that he's the working title they have is called Before Courage. And it's supposed to be Muriel and Eustace living on that farm. But Before Courage comes to stop all the crazy shenanigans that are going on. (laughs) Um, So it's going to be interesting to see when that comes out, what they're going to do with it. Uh, But he's in talks to do that right now. Uh, that's good. I'm excited. Oh, I am too. So now the voiced act, the voiced head, voice actors. Uh, most of them were, uh, you know, elderly people. Uh, really, uh, you know, older, more veteran voice actors that he had gotten on for this. So some of them don't really have a lot that I could go on, or 
things that I could reference and say that people are like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really a thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Believe me, I tried. Uh, oh, the ball. So Lionel Wilson, uh, he voiced uh, Eustace. Uh, and sadly, uh, you know, he passed away in 2003. He passed away the year after the show concluded. Um, and there was another person who had been brought on to finish the voice uh, in that in that the final season because Lionel couldn't go on. Uh, so that's the thing. Uh, there was also Marty Grabstein, uh, who <laughs> he voiced Courage. <laughs> he also. <laughs> <laughs> he also well don't just leave me sorry uh i was looking ahead uh but he also voices the, the there's a there's a character in my life as a teenage robot that he voices as well uh apparently he voiced uh some of the elder the older men characters uh so marty's worked with uh dilworth a bit more there uh thea white uh she <laughs> get this Anthony, you're going to love this. I specifically wrote this down because I knew you'd love it. Oh, sign me the fuck <laughs> So Thea White herself, uh, she was the one who voiced uh, Muriel. Muriel. Uh, now, with Muriel, I also found out she was also in Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Phantasaur uh, as Aunt Margaret. Really? But the reason I figured you'd love no. that is because Matthew Lillard does the voice of Shaggy in that one. <laughs> Oh my god! Yep, sign me the fuck up, I love Matthew Lillard. Come on the show with the elder, with all the original voice actors in it, except just Matthew Lillard is Shaggy. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I figured you. I figured you'd want to know that because Anthony here's a I huge Matthew Lillard yes. Shaggy fan. <laughs> so I was like, he's and gonna I love it. Don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not a big Matthew Lillard fan. I'm a big Matthew Lillard in Scooby-Doo and Scream. <laughs> uh, I figured you'd love that one. But wait! There's more! There's more! <laughs> Fucking awesome. Everything about him. Uh, so we also have Paul Schofer. And get this, he voiced a shit ton of characters on this show. A little sport before dying, dear boy. Hello, new friend. My name is Fred. The words you hear are in my head. I say, I said, my name is Fred. And I've been very naughty. Now, I do take offense, sir. I do. Years like lint from a dryer. I am a goose god. And I must have this woman as my queen. Not good. You need a disc transplant. Yes, a disc transplant. Dr. Vindaloo. You boys, Dr. Vindaloo. Cats. Le Quack. The Nowhere Newsman. Okay. Cajun Facts. <laughs> the Snowman. The Goose God, which everyone thought it was, uh, uh, we were just, uh, Tim Curry that did the Goose God. No, it was this guy. Freaky Fred. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> uh, the clutching Naughty. foot, the big toe, and Doctor Zalist. <laughs> he plays so many fucking characters. Uh, oh, for real. Uh, then he had Peter Fernandez, uh, right which I had down because uh, he did Robot Randy. <laughs> oh. 
yeah, uh, so he I did Robot Randy, and uh, the Sorry, reason I, uh, I, I kind of wrote this down is, uh, you know what else he was famous for? You dare challenge my power? <laughs> Julia, the mammoth car was hardly scratched in the crash, so why did the mechanics have to repair it? Trixie, I'll bet there's some kind of mysterious secret to the whole thing. What else? He did, uh, he voiced Speed Racer in Speed Racer. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then huh. you have Simon Pebble, and he did, he voiced the computer, sir. Ah, that one is a good one. Uh, the computer is one of the best parts of that whole that whole series. Because the computer just backtalks him every time he tries to get help. Ah, oh, so good. Uh, so, yeah. So, now that we've got that out of the way, we kind of have a history about what courage is. Let's get into it, Anthony. I fucking love this show. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking great show. Doctor Vindaloo is such a, you know, other shows would get in trouble for being racist for having their doctor talk like this and be Indian, but Courage uh, the Cowardly Dog gets away with it. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's oh. a doctor and that's polite. Oh my, that's not good. Not good at all. No. Uh, uh, cats. So Anthony was asking me, like, my favorite episode. I told him, the episode that scared me the most as a kid. I know most people, it's, Return the slab, or face my wrath. Um, King Ramsey. <laughs> Can I just say, going to that episode... The Return the Slab, everyone always talks about how scary it is. Can I just talk about that music? <laughs> just took you out of the scary feeling, like, immediately. <laughs> It was fucking hilarious. Like, oh, he's so creepy. Oh, what's the King second one going to be? Ramsey. Just a fucking record player. <laughs> Just doing what he's doing. Uh, but anyway, so the one that scared me is uh, and, uh, the the Cats episode. Uh, they end up having to go to a hotel. And while they're in the hotel, Cats is like releasing these spiders to go kill Eustace and Muriel. And Courage keeps stopping them, and then he has to have a ping-pong match against cats. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> but the spiders were what freaked me out, because I was like, I'm already kind of freaked out by spiders. They're just these giant, creepy fucking spiders that are everywhere trying to get everyone, and it creeped me out as a kid. Absolutely creeped me out. Anthony, what scared you the most? Like, what episode, like, stood out to you? <sighs> <sighs> Which one stood out to me? Uh, well, definitely Freaky Fred. Oh, yeah, it was it was literally a serial killer oh, that they put into a kids cartoon, and instead of killing people, he shaved them. You been naughty. They were naughty. <laughs> like I think yes. it, it starts with an animal. Yes, and it goes to a little girl. <laughs> like they know exactly what they were fucking doing. Ah. Uh. Hey guys, thanks for flipping over the channel. We're here to tell you about the other podcasts that we run here at Oddcast. 
uh, called Fireside Chats, where I ta- sit and talk with friends, uh, and I'm always joined by my my good friend co-host, uh, Mr. James Asa here. What's up? Uh, and he's, uh, you know... I'm the favorite. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. I don't know about favorite, but we uh, we run a podcast where, uh, we, you know... Every all the podcasts we run, they all kind of like teach you knowledge, and we try and you know we gossip over things and we tell you things about the histories of it for a little bit, you know. But uh, Fireside is just more like we're just friends sitting down and catching up, and uh, we, you know we have some interesting conversations. Uh, we even bring up some news. It's casual. It is. It's a very casual thing. Uh, but uh, you know we we'll hope you check that out. Uh, we go live every Saturday. Uh, so, you know, go check out the, you know, the, the Facebook pages and stuff like that. We're going to, we're having information come out with more about, you know, how this, how this show goes live. Uh, but come check out Fireside Chats. I implore you, please. I implore you. If you like casual conversations and some weird world news, <laughs> definitely a good place to come check out. We have fun. Oh, we That's have all that matters. Come have fun. Yeah, come have fun with a with a couple of people who have been friends for a really long time, and occasionally we'll have other friends that come on too, and they uh, they put their two cents in. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's gonna be a good time. So y'all have a great one. Go back check out the podcast. But co- after that, come check out Fireside. Come check out Fireside. Come on down. Come on. Do it. As you've just tuned in, welcome to breaking news. We've just gained word of a promotion coming over the air anthony what is this promotion we got in the forecast well the promotion that i'm seeing here if you would look at this giant green street behind me and as i point to imaginary numbers we have an we have a promotion coming from unfortunately that is in latin and i cannot read latin oh we apologize uh the the editor is coming in now it is stitcherpremium.com what is that anthony we have the information uh coming through now well, you see, Stitcher Premium is a website, uh, Stitcher, the premium version of that, Sorry, yeah, Stitcher. which allows you to listen to special content as well as ad-free. Uh, oh, really? So ad-free? So I can go find any podcast I enjoy and I can listen to it without ads? Yes. Oh, my God. And what is the promotion that's running? Well, right now, if you go to stitcher.com slash... You can get a free... Oh, oh, we are getting another editor note. Oh, man, this is... Uh, I'm being told you're being fired. Uh, ah. <laughs> Anthony Burrito Man is now being fired. Um, and we're here to correct uh, what he just said, folks. It's actually stitcherpremium.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R premium.com. You go over there, use promo code ODDCAST, you get your first 30 days free on us. So, uh, a fun little thing there. Anthony, what are you going to do without your job? I'm going to go to Disneyland! Oh! (laughs) It's good to see. Good to see in the industry. You all have a wonderful day! You know, also, another one that bothered me was the toe one yeah. where the toe gained, gained sentience. I'm the big toe. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fucking gross. Yeah, yeah see? see? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, We're gonna to put it in context, I know we keep, 
you know, we we went over like the history behind it, but like to put co- Courage Cowardly Dog, if you really haven't seen it, yeah. like take Scooby Doo, but real monsters. Throw in a dash of taking acid, and you've got whatever the hell this show is. <laughs> oh God! You remember the episode where fucking. Muriel had to perform in New York City to the giant fucking gross thing built into the wall that got like heartburn when we oh, were Oh god, bad. yeah. Oh, there's so many fucking episodes in this one. And for real, like legitimately ones that just made me scratch. What about the one where the uh one of the ones that plays that played all the time growing up and it might still, it might still play all the time. But it's the one where the frogs run out of water. <laughs> And they just show up, and they they start turning Eustace and Muriel into a frog, but they're gonna cook them like oh, frog yeah. legs to now feed I themselves. <laughs> I I remember that one. Like I was like I don't I don't like I was losing it, and then you're like, and then they make him treat like frog. Yeah. And now I'm suddenly remember them hitting Eustace and squeezing his cheeks to make him like frog. Yeah, they were gonna the make human bleh. human frog legs. It was a whole thing. Um. Or the or they or they even have the it says the same concept but it's like the eggplants come to life and they start taking over the house like Jesus oh, Christ yeah. <laughs> and they are and and they're in a fight deciding how to cook up Muriel Grilla Fryer yes French. Oh, there's a lot of French villains <laughs> <laughs> um they even have a full episode that's like The Exorcist like it's just straight up The Exorcist but Courage Cowardly because uh Muriel becomes possessed she turns green with bright orange hair and she's glowing just like ghosts taking her over and they have like the vomiting and just the being mean spitting head like whole nine yards and i love it like i just i love this fucking show for the fact that orange closer closer It would be lovely if I could have a cup of tea. It had its moments where, like, it pulled on the heartstrings at times. Uh, it pulled on your comedy. And then it had the times that were just straight up, like, meant to yeah. terrify you. Just straight scare the living shit out of every kid watching it. <laughs> but yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know how a lot of these episodes got. You on. know, like there's a D- Island of Doctor Moreau themed episode. Wait, is there? That is not an appropriate. Which? Thing. Yeah, it's when cats turns all the stuff in the people, oh, like it turns all the people into items, like Eustace yeah. into a fucking bulldozer, yeah. Muriel into a washing machine. Yeah, that should not. Have- <laughs> it's just all horror movies. Oh, oh! But another one I talked about before uh, about the Harvest Moon. But then it's like the old man's face in the moon, and then they like start to melt and shit. Uh, when I was talking to the, uh, I I believe it was a comment on our Instagram. Which, by the way, again, the odd jokey pants over there. You can comment and chat at us. Um, but uh, the it's like the moon. That one freaked me out too, cause that one was just so fucking weird. Like they can't grow a crop properly, so the moon's gonna murder them. <laughs> Have until midnight to grow something, and if you can't, well, 
With the fucking in the tree, yes, that fucking tree episode. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this show was just. Greece tries to chop down the fucking. Remember, okay, an episode that sticks right. with me is the zombie episode where the zombie filmmaker. Oh my god, Fred! So, yep, yeah. There's Freaky Fred, which is the naughty, and then there's Fred, which, by the way, the guy that did all the voices, he also did that one. But yeah, he's just like obsessed with capturing the film, but they're all like, they're they're just dying. Wasn't there like a whole point to killing them? Wasn't it like he was trying to bring somebody back to life and he had to kill yeah, them filming them? he was trying to bring them? his friend back. Yeah, he was going to film them being a eaten. Fun fact, that concept was later used for the movie Sinister. I'll be here all week. That's good movie. It is. Sinister is a good movie. But I feel like that's where that concept got brewed by somebody. And somebody just watched that episode. They're like, that's great, but what if it was a demon? <laughs> it's like he's a Babylonian demon. And he'll only kill you if you move out of the house. Which is like why he kills majority Latino and black families. <laughs> So it's so terrible. Because, you know, we they move in. <laughs> shit starts happening. They're like, nope, nope, getting out of here. Don't need to find creepy tapes. Don't need to watch people get murdered. Ethan Hawke <laughs> in that movie watches people get murdered and does not immediately call the cops. That's the first fucking thing I would do. No, you wouldn't. Oh, See, yeah. now, I, if anyone thinks that Anthony's this... being racist, he's actually Mexican, so, I mean, I can't really say if he's being racist, because Olay, bitch. I'm white, so I don't have any room to <laughs> Yeah, white people are the kind of people who'd be like, yeah, murders happened here, but, you know, the ceilings might be bleeding, but could just Whoa, be. Whoa, guys, what was that noise? Hold up, I gotta check it out. It's okay, guys. Your response is machete back. I can't believe I found it. was in the trailer. <laughs> in the I trailer. know, right? They fucking spoil that in the fucking trailer. God, fucking that. The Terminator movies. Fucking. <laughs> you did I know this is Courage Cowardly Dog episode, but I can fucking bring that back up. You just compared the he just wanted his machete line to being a spoiler to the same concept as Terminator revealing that John Connor was a Terminator. Well, one is uh, a major yes, plot point; it- the other you could do without. <laughs> Well, the other one's a major plot point. You know he's going to get up. You know that guy's going to die from Jason being I, macheted. Uh, But, you know, it fits in what we're talking about, though, because Courage was all, like, horror movies put into episodes. <laughs> like, literally everything they do is some kind of horror movie. Oh. Because, I mean, even... 
I mean, if you think about it, even like the birds or the duck. Oh, by the way, I want to clarify this. There's a duck in that in that, which is one of the space ones. It's not Ringo Starr that does it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the guy who did Robot Randy, if I remember correctly, uh, that also did that. So he could just apparently do a really good Ringo impression. Sorry, I got distracted. I got a, a message on Instagram. Oh, he's got a message from, on Instagram. Uh, from a bot that that says, Howdy boy, heart heart. Are you okay, green heart? Hey, boy, human boy. I am human girl. Want to see tits? Boink. <laughs> Let's see. She has zero posts, zero followers, and is following zero. The amount of bots. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you. that. So anyway, uh, Courage a Cowardly Dog, highly recommend you go watch it. If, if you have never watched Courage, I highly fucking recommend going to watch it. Uh, it's just a really fun ride. Like, it's just a good show. Yeah, it's an emotional ride. You know, you got your episodes, like we said, the zombie ones, Freaky Fred, to the, like the last of the star makers where the space squid comes down to earth. Oh, God. To like, there's even, there's a, so many, like, they even have a, uh, uh, a domestic violence episode. Oh yeah, with the cat and the yes, dog. Yes, and the the bunny comes to help. The bunny comes yep. and finds courage, and then takes him back. And they have to help get. They have to help get the cat away from the dog, because they're in an abusive relationship, and it's a whole touching thing of courage helping the two lovers get away. But they never acknowledge that a number one, obviously, that's that a cat and a bunny being lesbian together. They don't acknowledge that. Oh yeah, and they totally. don't straight acknowledge that it's. It's obviously domestic abuse that's going on. Like, the show handled very mature topics in a cartoon format very well. Oh, yeah. Come on, Bunny. Don't I make you happy no more? Or maybe you're still thinking about Kitty. <laughs> I told you to forget her. I take you from a two-bit joint and make you a class act. And you want to make me second rate? If I even swim! Definitely. And then you have Rumple Kiltskin. <laughs> oh, please enlighten us, Anthony. Oh, well, that one. Let me see if I can get the thing. It's where Muriel's uncle Agnes invites her to Scotland, where he imprisons her to the man she must make thousands of kilts. Hundreds of thousands of kilts. And his name is Rumpled Kiltskin. Rumple Foreskin? No, that's my poor name. <laughs> Find him over on Pornhub. <laughs> oh yeah. Uncle Foreskin. <laughs> Oh, good, I got another bot. Immediately, what the f- Oh, oh, it's sugar fire. How sugar are you? Fire. Monkey closing his butt. What the fuck? <laughs> Justina Vivi, fuck you, ignore. Uh, so, uh, that's that's Courage. That's how we feel about it. It's a great fucking show. Go see it. Um, Remember the King of Flan? I do, I, I, dude. 
that show has a special place to me because like it was just a good fucking cartoon and i always i'll always enjoy it they even have one about the uh, bigfoot coming and stealing pies and then eustace goes on a rampage to try to get the reward for capturing him and courage helps him escape like there's so many good episodes with that show um and that's uh, you know the little bit of history on it um yeah uh, so I also, uh, you know, let's uh, take this down for a minute. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I finally got to see Dr. Sleep. And I have an opinion. Ooh. How is it? Um, I think it was uh. good. The, the, the ending to it put me on the fence just a little bit. Um, but everything leaded up, I thought it was really good. I just feel the ending might have been a little rushed. Just a little bit. Is it, is it more of a sequel to the books or the movie? I'd say the movie. Because they use movie okay. bits. But it's still good. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. There's a lot of references between, like, the main Shining and some other things that have happened. <gasps> Ooh, sorry. Um, overall, it was pretty good. I, I didn't mind it. I, I'd recommend it. Uh, I've heard the... From what I've heard, the book is not good, so... People, pe- but but people like the movie, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, which turns out they deviated quite a bit away from the book, I guess, for that oh, reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should fucking read that book. I'm not going to. <laughs> There's a whole... You, know, you remember that one part of the movie where it shows the bear and the guy in the bedroom? Did, did There's they... a fucking detailed background story about why that guy is blowing the other guy dressed as a bear is it because they're gay lovers something along the lines of that like he's ashamed to be gay or something i don't fucking remember it's been so long (sighs) stephen king did a lot of cocaine (laughs) cocaine's a hell of a drug Uh, (laughs) you know uh, um you and i've been doing uh, what have you been doing anthony enlighten us all I've gotten a, a motivation to, once again, 100% Skyrim. Is this the achievement that you posted on your Snapchat? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, t- I tackled the fucking most difficult achievement in the Skyrim. He, what getting he calls 11 vampire perks. Oh, no. Getting 11 vampire perks? Shit's nigh impossible. That's fucking uh... intense. I, like, disagree that unless you spend a lot of time on it, it must not be that difficult. I didn't, I, because I, I re-downloaded it just to fucking do that so I could fucking feel accomplished about it finally. And fucking, I put 900 hours into this character. So everyone, I'm glad you've been able to make it. Everyone take a seat. <laughs> Anthony, this is your intervention. Um... You know, we get it. Skyrim's a good game, but I think you've been playing it too long. I think you've been playing it too much. I no. I think it's time no, to walk I, away. I need. To, I I need to finish. Anthony, I have to get to level seventy-eight. Anthony, Anthony. I have to get to level seventy-eight to kill a legendary dragon. Anthony, the game is over. It's not High over. Hyrule's dead. Level, They're all I'm dead. I'm at level forty-five. I need to. I I need it, Jared. I'm at eighty-one percent complete. It'll be my greatest video game achievement ever. Everyone, if you could please go over to the Oddcast Network on Facebook <laughs> and just post in there and tell Anthony he needs to stop. <laughs> just it's 
Stop chasing the dragon. Literally, stop chasing the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... I just got a man. No. No, everyone, please. I could use your help on this one. Just tell them to stop <laughs> chasing the dragon. Uh, but also, guys, uh, we got the patreon.com slash oddcast. You know, we got the bonus episodes. We got some stuff going on over there. I want to go check it out. Um... There wasn't really a whole lot of news, like, comic book-wise. I have to be honest, no. there wasn't a whole lot that's gone on this week. Um, I mean, they talked, well, the Oscars uh, happened. Uh, Joker won uh, Joker won an Oscar. Well, Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar. Uh, yep. For, uh, which has actor. made the best Jared Leto memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw some that you were uh, sharing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Joker won that. Um, I, I rented Parasite. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to watch one. that. Uh, because apparently that's it's... The... I, I know that it won an Oscar, and that's not why. I actually saw that it won an Oscar after the fact. But I kept, I've kept i been hearing people talk about that fucking movie for, like, weeks. And I'm like, okay, I have to see what the fuck is up with this. So, have um, you seen Snowpiercer? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes... The same guy who did that movie did Parasite. Is that the one with the ending that I think it's it is? It's the one on the train with Chris Evans. Okay, yes. And his great culinary expertise. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Parasite apparently won Best Picture. Uh, let's see. Good, Best good Director. Good for it. Best foreign language. It's the very first uh, foreign film to win Best Pictures in the Oscar. Damn. Yeah. But Train to Busan couldn't get in there at any point? <laughs> hey, they're mostly white people. I'm, hey. I'm surprised that that one won. Hey, hey, Train to Busan, if you haven't seen that, don't be shitting on it. That is one of the best fucking zombie movies I've seen in a long time. Because it's just it's, it's on my Netflix list. You have to sit down. Like I watched it uh, on a on a on a car ride I had to make in the this past fall. I watched it on the car ride. It was like sixteen. It was like sixteen hour ride. Uh, it was it was really fucking good. Like it it takes zombies in a direction that you've seen before, but like it puts it to an extreme. <laughs> like where even I'm just like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Uh, so there's another one for y'all. Go check out uh, Train to Busan if you haven't. Oh, um, I actually have some comic book related news. Oh, Anthony has something. Yeah. So, do you remember the movie Jonah Hex? Yes. That movie officially has had a better opening weekend than Birds of Prey and the Emancipation <laughs> One Fantabulous Harley Quinn. <laughs> you know, Heather asked me, because I was talking about um, Birds of really? Prey. Uh-huh, it did. Oh Jonah God. Hex. Birds of Prey had a worse opening than Jonah Hex. I told that to Heather. You know what she said? Did she say good? No, or she said, she what's confused? Jonah Hex? <laughs> and that should tell you oh, how Jonah bad Hex that movie is. Jonah Hex was awful. Did not make mainstream media. Oh, for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> and fucking. I saw it after the fact and I was like, oh, that's why I didn't hear anything about this. <laughs> was, was, was that Josh Brolin? Am I yes, it was. That right? It was Josh Brolin. <laughs> oh my 
God. It was pre-Thanos. Man. (laughs) He did so much better later. He did. He did. He got redeemed. Also, also Megan Fox is in that, so that should tell you the quality of that. Yes, Megan Fox is in Jonah Hex, yes. I mean, Um, that's not a rip on Megan Fox. She's a lovely lady. It's just that during that time, all the male actor, all the male directors were disappointing her. I'm totally going to shit on that just a little bit. <laughs> so Megan Fox? Are you physically oh, I'm, shit I'm about Megan to Fox? shit on Megan Fox. My grandmother. You have consent? <laughs> well, I don't care if I do or not. <laughs> wow. Wow. You heard it for your first, folks. He doesn't care. <laughs> not in that context. <laughs> Take me out of that context. Do you have consent? Uh, so- I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm shitting on Megan Fox anyway. My grandmother, uh, actually, uh, she worked with somebody that got to meet her on, uh, I can't remember what the fight, it was some fucking like daytime show or something that she got to go see, but the lady will never forget ever meeting Megan Fox, and my grandma's like, oh, you got to meet, oh, that's cool, like, did she sign an autograph? She's like, no, she's a total, like, just bitch. Like, just straight up bitch. Like, they brought the people over that were, like, on the show that had won the contest or whatever. And they're like, Megan Fox is there doing uh, an episode that day. And she was just a total cunt to everybody. Just telling, she was one of those people that had her nose up high. was like, yeah, fuck you. Like, who are you? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Get the hell out of here. And it's like, wow, that's... Man, like you, you went from being like, "Wow, well, she's kind of hot," to like, "Nah, I don't give a shit." So again, I don't care. I'm shitting all over. <laughs> you know, the the one thing, if she ever becomes an awful person, you what you can do? Shit on her without kids. <laughs> no, look her in the eyes and raise up your thumbs. Oh, uh, also, I was requesting. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go perch in a tree outside of her house. When she goes to her car, I'm just gonna take the best shit of my life all over the top of the car, right when she opens the door, so she can't get away quite yet. How many people do you think you like had their sexual awakening because of Transformers and Megan Fox? If it wasn't the first one, I could. Th- it probably happened in the second one. There's a lot of slow motion running Megan the Fox. Slow running. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I noticed that way. watching the second one because I, I was. <laughs> oh I was yeah, young, you did. Well, hell yeah, I was. A, well, we were teenagers when that came out, so it's oh, just yeah. Megan Fox running and Michael Bay does a slow motion camera, and you just see boom, boom. But even my grandpa, who went with all his kids, they were like, "Oh, Transformers, that'll be fine." We're sitting there watching. He's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> my father was the wheel, the first wheel, and what did he transform into? Nothing." <laughs> Ah, jet fire. He farts a parachute. <laughs> Tom Kenny plays a racist caricature. Those movies are fucking great. <laughs> uh, speaking so, yeah. of something real, uh, really quick. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, I was demanded a shout out. Demanded a shout out by who? Well... One Bailey Yonkers is turning 21 in two days, and she asked for a shout-out. Woo! (laughs) 
she's like hey are you recording on the 12th i'm like no she's like that's my birthday i'm turning 21 can i get a shout out i'm like i can do before or after but no but yeah well, happy twenty bird birthday from here at the end. I know. Cast. Yeah. Hey, if any of you want out there want to shout out on your twenty first birthday, text uh, this message Jared on social media <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, Anthony, at podcast media. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony doesn't really respond, so find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us on Discord. Uh, which, if you want anything to do with our Discord. Uh, because uh, fireside chats we do uh, that I do on the weekend, so you guys heard the ad for earlier. Uh, that was a little thing that me and James cooked up to put in here today because we're doing those shows live, and our Discord is how you can chat at us during the show. Um, Ooh! So yeah, go over to that Oddcast Network on Facebook and all those, and you can message us. We'll do. You know, I have no problem doing that. Happy birthday to you, Bailey! Happy birthday to you! Because twenty-one, that's uh, that's a fun night. That's a fun Yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Because it's all Weather downhill is... from here, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Whether it's a good downhill or bad downhill is up to how you take it. Exactly. And there's our PSA to end out the episode. We hope you all learned a little bit something about courage. We hope you learned a little bit something about how stupid we are. Um, but we'll see you on Thursday. And we'll see you on the bonus episodes. I'll see you on Fireside. And uh, from all of us here at Oddcast, we hope you have a wonderful time. Uh, Anthony, how do you want to end us out? You going to end us out on a good note or a bad note? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Um, thinking. I'm thinking. I love all of you. He loves everyone. Good night. <laughs> Hey guys, just wanted to say thank you for listening to Oddcast, and if you appreciate the show, you can go over to that patreon.com and you can find more episodes. Uh, we have new firesides coming out every weekend, and we're going to keep doing our double shows. Anthony has a third show in the works, so we really hope you're enjoying it. And if you do, leave us a like, leave us a review, and overall, I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>